The following radio show does not contain flash photography, but does have full-on entertainment right from the start. Hello, 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 listeners. You are so welcome to tonight's fabulous show. OMG, you will not believe where I am. I am at the heart of educating Cardiff. I am in Willows High School and I have a superb live show for you. With me right the way through till six o'clock this evening. Hello to everyone in Wolverhampton. We've just taken over Wolverhampton Head Start FM transmitter and we are live across the planet on Willows Waves. Good evening to you and thank you so much for tuning in coming up on this show i have marvelous just the superstar head of maths i love him marcello he's with me in a second you will remember him we saw him at the start of every episode pacing up and down the corridor on the mobile phone speaking to grumpy parent and i'll ask him about that conversation in just a second we have got gareth ritter we have got ian whittaker and i also talk to last year's year 11 pupils they've left the school now they are at college what's it like what is it like for life after willows high school it's all on the show if you want to get in contact don't forget you can text me you can email me you can send a pigeon don't post anything for goodness sake you will be charged and it's so is not gonna get here the text number is 85010 remember to start with the word radio at the top of your message you can tweet me i am on twitter just tag me at russell pru two s's two l's p-r-u-e or you can use the head start fm twitter id if you want we're complete across that you can send me an email studio at andertontiger.com or studio at headstart.fm it's all happening in the next half an hour do not go anywhere And a very good evening to you. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm just checking all our streams are up and running and everything is super groovy. Everything's working good. Really, really good. Live in the studio with me and I'm very grateful because he squeezed me into his very busy schedule and I really so have to check my pronunciation here. Let me just, just leave me a second. Just have we go. I have the fabulous Marcello Locelso. Well done, Russell. Bless you, sir. Thank you so much indeed. It's great to be here. You're really kind. What was it like? What was the whole experience like for you? Um, I guess it was very scary because um, I had cameras in my room and uh, pretty much every lesson was filmed. So you always were aware that those cameras were there just watching you, like a big brother pretty much. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, you always remember what your job is all about and uh, try to make a difference for these kids. And uh, I think, you know, it was a very good experience overall. I enjoyed your teaching as well. I thought it was really, <laughs> it was dynamic and inspiring and exciting. H- has it really tested your skills here? Um, I, I honestly try to, be, try to forget that the cameras were there. So I actually uh, acted very naturally. So you can see from the show, I'm very passionate about what I do. And yeah. the kids know that. I spend a lot of hours in work and uh, I expect only the best from them. So... Um, it was a very, very good experience also for the kids because they, the kids that don't know me, hmm. now they all know me and it's, you know, it's really good to see that um, they respect what I do. Yeah, and I think the profession as well. It's, it's, it's not very usual for us to see math specialists this up close. 
Um, I, I suspect that some TV producers think that they're not very interesting for some bizarre reason. <laughs> and, and then how how strange and, and inappropriate that view clearly is. Um, who, what, well, you can't tell me, of course, but was that really a call or did you have to fake I, that? I think the call was cut at some point. So it's almost like I'm saying I'm, even Miss Charles was picking on your son. The, the problem was that this particular pupil was in almost every class at okay. some point. Okay. And... Um, the parents have problem with every single teacher in the department. So I'm sorry, you got nowhere to go. Yeah. Uh, your son has tested every single math teacher. So you're saying that everyone is ganging up on your child, which is obviously not the case. So, um, and she said some words back. It wasn't really pleasant. No, I'm, 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 I'm not at all surprised we didn't yeah. get to listen to that. I'm yeah. really, really grateful. Um, did did you get the backing from the senior leadership team that you needed? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, at the moment, fortunately, I'm in the senior leadership team, so I know exactly. The, we we talk about pupils all the time, and they know that everything I do is just for the right reason. It's nothing is in, impulsive or anything. I mean, we try to have a lot of conversations with with the parents. It's very important because then you're not kind of side you know, sidetracked and say, what's, what's going on? So we, th- this was not the first conversation that with this particular parent. So you can imagine that. I uh, can, I can, I can. Um, so uh, also at the top of my uh, mind is Pythagoras. Who needs Pythagoras? <laughs> um, Pythagoras uh, is in construction everywhere. I mean, if you look at uh, everything that we, we live in, part of it is because of Pythagoras. Plus we measure mountains, we, you know, Pythagoras is very important. Height and all the rest of it. Yeah. I know, and it's... Three, four, five triangle for construction. This is incredible. And do you think you successfully got that across? Um, uh, probably <laughs> not with, with Emily, probably. But uh, but obviously, when you start teaching the year seven and eight, you start putting as to why this yeah. Pythagoras is important. Yeah. Obviously, Emily must have missed that lesson, probably. <laughs> I'm so, I can't think why, really. I mean, she's so engaged with exactly. almost everything. She was probably in Scotland that year, I guess. I've got a nice photograph with her today, actually, with her hands yeah. all over her face. And if you've not, just follow the, the Twitter stream for that, colleagues, if you want to have a, a, a listen, a, a look at that. It's really quite interesting. It's, it's just like walking around a TV set, I have yeah. to say, because I've seen, I feel that I've been uh, part of your lives for the last eight weeks and, and almost everything about what goes on here has been washed on the laundry line and and it's been out and that was quite brave of you yeah i mean you got to imagine that somebody must have said before there were so many hours of uh footage so to just go through and build something significant is an incredible job i mean one of the stories that probably wasn't told is how much we do really for year 11s Mm. Uh, all the revisions all the after school and uh, i hope that that was going to come through but it didn't but at the same time, you can see like individual stories and how moving they were, like with Khaled and mm. I mean, every show had one of them, Benji, and, uh, and the last one was fantastic. But this is what you think about, you know, we, we really care about these children, mm. and I think it comes across really well. Mm. And I hope you don't mind me saying, but you're, you don't seem like a local lad. No. So, so <laughs> how, how on earth did you end up here? Um, well... I actually was in the United States, believe it or not. Um, I moved from Italy to the States because I wanted to travel. And you know the way it goes. You want to stay for three months and you end up staying for 12 years. 12 years? Yeah. Really? Yeah, actually, American as well. I have a double citizenship. So. No. Yeah. But in 12 sco- years? Yeah. Here? 12? No, I was 12 years in, oh, the, 12 in years. New York. Oh, okay. So in the States. And uh, I, t- I had the same job. I was head of maths in... Uh, public school in New York City. Okay. And in one of these schools I met my wife who was a, um, I guess, deputy head there. Yeah. 
and she really missed Wales. So I was forced to move. <laughs> oh, really? You had to come back? Yeah, we had heavy negotiations for four years, and finally she said, I'm going. So what are you going to do? I said, okay, I'm coming. You have to come. So I moved to Wales. But Wales is fantastic. I love Wales. I've been here now seven years. I have a child, so I'm pretty settled. Excellent. Well, nothing's happened to the accent, I have to say. That's no, all still no, intact. That's, that's and not I like go. that. That's I think not that's part go. of the charm, really. I don't know. I, just, I love the way you kind of in a very positive way, try and wrong foot the child. So it's all about expectations, about trying to get that new angle and everything. And I think you bring, you know, what I'm expecting is, you know, head of languages, but that wasn't. I know. Every, it's the math. every time somebody says, oh, you must teach Italian. Yes, of course, and no, of teach maths. No, maths. Yeah. Just well, you know what? For, for, I love maths, obviously. I love numbers. Of course, and of uh, since the beginning, I knew that um, even when I was in high school, I was tutoring maths and uh, something stuck with me. So I still do love, you know, still love doing this. It's a real skill, I have to say. It's, it's a fantastic thing to learn. It's a, it's a language of money, and that's what I try to convey to the pupils. But They seem to be interested in money. Yeah, but when it comes down then to the applications of maths towards money, I mean, the percentage is fine, but everything else, when it gets to abstract stuff, it's, it's quite dry, so you need to have somebody who actually really wants to learn the maths. Okay. Like thirds and all the kind of um, things. And do you think it's harder teaching maths here than anywhere else? It was harder I, I teaching think, everything here. I think, you know, well, I've been in, uh, in this country, I've been in four schools, and obviously I've been in a couple of schools in the States. Sure. The, every school has its own culture. Of course. So, and children are different everywhere, you know. There's a common thread, but it depends where you are. Yeah. Uh, it could make a big difference with the parenting. Yes. Because if you have a good parent that actually pushes you, yeah. then in school we're just doing uh, a much easier job. Yeah. You know, here I think you know we have uh, a bit of a split because we have parents that really care, but at the same time we have some that really need a bit of, um, of a, a bit of help. Okay. To you sound very politically correct there. Yeah. I mean, I'd be a little bit more. Well, yeah. You can, you, you, I think, you know, if your parents care about you, it pretty shows in the classroom, really, yeah. put it this way. So okay. it's a lot easier to teach you. I well, think when you have challenging lives, it's, uh, you can see that the kids are all over the place. Fair enough. It's a very good, very yeah. good observation you make. Thank you very much indeed for squeezing us into your, uh, your time. It's a real, you, you've made it's, it's parents' evening tonight for my daughter, so I have to go. Well, it's really good. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, between you and some of the other staff as well. I think. Uh, I mean, I was just looking just on Twitter and everything during the episodes where you were heavily featured. You kind of made math sexy, really. It's kind of you're really kind of you know in a very positive, exciting yeah, way. Engaging I did get some kind of comments way. on Twitter, but it's all laughable. I don't, you know, I don't really pay attention. There was another life. Now I'm pretty much one man, one woman, <laughs> and a child. That's it. I, I think there's great opportunity as well. I think you should record a series of YouTube maybe. home tutorials. Maybe, maybe. I think the accent is really engaging and you have something well, thank you, Russell. Very, You're very kind. Very engaging about you and thank you very much for joining us there. All right, cheers. Really good to talk to you. Excellent. The fabulous Marcello. I'm going to try one more time. Lo Celso. Absolutely. Bless you, sir. Thank you so much indeed here on that. Still more guests to come. Don't go anywhere, listeners. Get a head start with headstart.fm for a resilient generation in Wolverhampton with Russell Prue, supported by the Big Lottery Fund, a new initiative for 10 to 14-year-olds and their families from across Wolverhampton. 
I so enjoyed that as well. We are live. It's just coming up to 13 minutes past five. It's me, Russell, right the way through on Head Start FM until six o'clock. I'll play a bit of music now. Good old Sam Smith. He's getting a beating at the moment, and it's not his fault, listeners. It's the, uh, it's the whole franchise with the James Bond, which is really causing that uh, kind of problem there. Um, I enjoy the song, but it's not the right song for the Bond film. This is the right song for the Bond film. It's not too late. Broccoli Foundation. It's not too late. You could change this. It's playing with fire. This is Andrea Triana, and this is the Bond song that should have been. Now. Hey, all you out there on Radio Land. What's up, y'all? I'm Beyonce. Hey, it's Katy Perry, and I'm here with you on... Head Start FM Wolverhampton. Really enjoyed that track. Playing with fire, Andrea Triana. It's not too late. Uh, Cubby Broccoli Foundation. I think I said that correctly. It's not too late. You could swap that Sam Smith song in for that. Isn't that so Bond-esque? Isn't that fabulous? I need to say that word very, very carefully. Uh, don't forget, let's have some more texts. Let's have some more tweets as well. We are across the planet on our radio channels. Send me an email if you want a question to my next two guests who will join me in just a second here. Studio at headstart.fm. And, of course, you can tweet us using the Headstart fm twitter id or just tag me at russell prue in your tweet be really good to hear from you our text number is 85010 remember to start every text with the word radio and we'll get that as well really really good to have the fabulous gareth ritter and miss carla oh, I'm, I'm gonna muck this up i'm so mucky i've written this down and i'm so sorry um uh windmill lewis and i'm so that is such a posh that is such a posh theater name and i'm loving you so Very much theatrical, darling. Oh, bless you uh, gareth is of course the music teacher we saw and we saw uh, carla lots of times in the studio with the young people here motivating and inspiring that and perhaps if i can start with you carla how important is drama in your children's lives because we saw hell of a lot of drama we did indeed uh, off and outside of the studio as well as in the studio um, i think is absolutely crucial drama um, to these children not just to build confidence within the lesson itself but in and around the other subjects as well i think you can see that through the likes of if i can mention perhaps sean yeah who featured really heavily in the last episode, to see his confidence develop in other subjects, and indeed this year, that's an ongoing process, purely because his confidence started, we started to gain this confidence by doing the show with us, and I think it's absolutely fantastic to see how see that journey that he's come on and the development he's made because of it. And there are many other students who weren't, who weren't featured also, who we can see confidence mm. coming through because they've been doing things like music and drama with us. And Sean was the guy who opened the performance with the, That's right, the broom yeah. on stage. The little you know? man. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And it was really good to have um, his radio mic on him because he spends a lot of time talking to himself, which kind of suggests it's a confidence thing. And I wonder how much confidence, whereas we saw some of the young ladies in, in the episodes who clearly had too much confidence and had spent a couple of hours in makeup before they managed to get to school. Absolutely. Um, and I think it's that sort of confidence that we need to channel, perhaps maybe the silliness. A particular example there would be somebody who Gareth dealt with quite a lot with, with Katie. Yeah. And one of the first episodes, as you mentioned, yeah, there's lots of silliness going on with or over the overconfidence then, if you like. And we just try to 
perhaps channel that and use that confidence in the right way, whether it was through, as we saw with her, through singing or through acting, to maybe put a positive spin on that, the negative effect that that confidence has in other classes. Then. Brilliant. Brilliant. Okay, well, stay with me whilst I bring Gareth. Gareth okay. Richards now joining me uh, in the studio. Gareth, is there really talent here? Oh, there's loads of talent here. If you think about that rubbish you watch on a Saturday night, X Factor and all that uh, nonsense, uh, we've got talent here that would uh, beat their hands down. You know, and uh, our job is to get that talent out there and show everyone what they can do, you know, uh, as good as anyone. Uh, for listeners who've not met Gareth before, uh, he's not shy in coming forward. <laughs> listeners, not at I have all. to say, he's outspoken, and we actually love that. Um, how usual is it to find. Um, someone in your position who has such a love of brass instruments <laughs> um well, that's my roots i guess i come through the you know the brass band movement that's that's my love that's my passion it's my hobby um and obviously very fortunate to to work with uh, carla in our department but the, the other connection as well is you know, she's also a brass bander we both play for the same brass band we're both heavily involved in banding outside of school so uh you know there's another connection to to us in school but it's a big part of our lives it's our hobby how hard is it to encourage the young people here to get into that performance kind of thing, particularly with the musical instruments as well? Because I'm not differentiating between the musical instrument performance and the uh, and the kind of stage performance there. Right? In my mind, the both things are connected with the confidence and their ability to cope. Yeah, it's it's a lot more challenging, uh, I think, with the instrumental, trying to get kids on board with the instrumental, especially if they haven't done it in the primary schools. You know, but as, as opposed to singing... Mm. You know, there's a big, big passion for singing in this school uh, within performing arts. And we've got some fantastic singers, uh, fantastic performances. We've got instrumental lessons in the school. Um, we are, the, I think, one of the only schools in Cardiff in the Vale actually pays for the kids to have those lessons. Everyone else, the, the parents have got to pay for them, which, you know, I think, is, uh, I think is wrong. You shouldn't have to pay for an education, whether it's instrumental or if it's schooling. It should be free. So we try and raise the money as much as we can, you know, to make sure that they've got that access to instrumental tuition free at the point of access. Uh, and we've got a, a quite a big take-up of that. But as mm. far as singing goes, singing and acting, performing, you know, we're a very, very uh, proud area uh, for the kids we've got in performing arts. They mm. do a great job and they're as good as not better as uh, what we've seen elsewhere. It just seems interesting that the people making the policy now are all the people that have had the advantage of the free education and yet that's not the case now. Exactly. They they don't know what it is to be, you know, to come from the background that some of these uh, mm. disadvantaged kids do. But it's our job you know, to make sure that, that disadvantage doesn't affect them. Mm. They're entitled, entitled to the same life chances as everybody else. You know, the chances I had, the chances that Carla had, mm. every child's entitled to that. And Joy made that very clear, the postcode. She was absolutely adamant that the postcode of the child was not going to determine their life chances. Oh, definitely. I mean, if you look at the figures that Welsh Government say that our kids should achieve at their Year 11 GCSE results, you know, we're almost doubling what our government say that these kids should achieve because they're setting on postcode. We don't do that as a school. You know, we, set, we, we, we come up with our statistics on um, ability, and that's what it should be. The, the background shouldn't have anything to do with it. We've got a fantastic, as you saw in the show, mm. fantastic pastoral system mm. you know, that goes above and beyond. Mm. And you know, that's the one thing I will say about the show, that it did show that side of the school in its true light. Mm. The staff of this school, they all go above and beyond. They did, and there were plenty of examples of that. But looking at the way the British public interpreted that, 
there were lots of educators on there appalled that you weren't you were allowing uh, multiple footwear <laughs> designs <laughs> to come in and in the grand scheme of things when you haven't got two halfpennies to rub together to buy lunch kind of what you turn up to on your feet it, it seems irrelevant but that seems to have preoccupied most of the discussion yeah i i loved how on twitter you know the teachers on twitter knew better than the teachers working with these kids in willows um if you Carla will tell you if you go back probably only five years uniform was a polo shirt and whatever else you wanted that's right wasn't it it was yeah you know and now joy's policy was you know school blazer tie and you choose the battles you can win where we are at the moment yeah. in our school development and we're i'm sure in a year's time two years maybe we'll come in that will be you know formal footwear but where we are at the moment, the majority of our pupils wear their school uniform. Mm. They wear it with pride. We've got the whole four houses in our house system. Mm. They have to wear their ties. Mm. Now, I'm sure the next step will be the introduction of footwear. We're not mm. there at the moment, but we're winning that battle. You choose the battles you can win. And what those teachers who were passing judgment on us weren't realising was that was just a mini-school, tiny proportion of what other children might wear in this school. They were only seeing one shot and casting judgment on that, which, mm. you know, well, these things happen of hours, on Twitter. Thousands of hours Absolutely. of footage. Cutting room floor now. Isn't it just? Mm. Really good. Uh, let's talk some more about today. I'm just looking, uh, we just had a tweet in, thank you very much, from Leanne Wellbeloved, um, who is the parent of, of Karis. Well, it's a parent <laughs> of Karis. So she says, uh, Karis uh, enjoyed her day in the school today. Uh, you have the most amazing teachers. We are looking forward to September. Oh, um, thanks very much indeed, Leanne. And I hope you're listening to the show. Thank you. Really very welcome indeed. Um, tell the listeners what we've been doing today. Okay, so today was the first of one of our wow days. <clears throat> we work, Gareth and myself, go out into primary schools and work with our transitional feeder primaries. And today, our wow day was to bring them all up, up here and to do a collaborative day with Russ, where they actually produced their very own live radio show, which was absolutely fantastic. It was, yeah. There were about 150, with 150 children we had. Yep. And they all sat in our beautifully newly renovated theatre mm. and they were just captivated by the day that they had where they were creating news reports, some were talking about the weather, entertainment, and they got up live with Russell under his great expertise and actually delivered a fantastic live show. It was just brilliant to see how they were all engaged and really enjoying kids. it. Yeah, who would believe that would happen? Teaching class size, who cares? Well, yeah. it's, it's, if you've got the content and the technology to your fingertips, it really kind of doesn't matter. Uh, and I have to say as well, we've also had tweets from uh, Baden Powell Primary School as well. Uh, would like to thank you uh, for hosting the Willows Waves Wow Day. That's a bit of a mouthful there, really. Ready to work on that one. Uh, Stacey Primary as well. Thank you very much indeed for your tweets it's really really I and mean, there's lots of pictures and everything and it's really really engaging i really kind of found a way around that uh, listeners if you still can't find that just head across to soundcloud.com forward slash russell prue and you'll find the willows waves uh, um and gareth's going to put a link on the the willows waves highschool.co.uk website shortly uh, for that to go through to there as well so you can listen again to that show it's available now but the, those i think and I, I think you kind of share that kind of view are the kind of life skills that make learning so much easier when you've got that kind of coping strategy that resilience that ability to mm. to 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 tumble and roll with life's difficult things it throws at you precisely i mean it's such a big thing for these kids today to just all turn up and be working together in as i said in such a big number but they absolutely just got on with it something which 
we were slightly hesitant about weren't sure how we would turn out but they did a fantastic job of that and you know when they hopefully when they all choose to come to this school in September they'll be equipped with those skills of being able to talk and communicate with each other in a far more confident manner because of days like today and we've got further ones to come throughout the year. Can I ask you professionally the impact for educating Cardiff on you individually? What does it kind of had for you? Have, are you, you suddenly being offered seats in, in restaurants Absolutely, that are hard to get all into? The time, are, you, yeah. are, are they paying no. you more money now? What, no, what's oh my goodness, I hope Mr Norman <coughs> is listening right now to pay me more money. Not at all. Um, <coughs> as far as the educating for myself, I guess I didn't feature in it greatly. Um, <coughs> So nothing on. I think you did no. very well. That was some yeah, definitely. very saucy definitely. tweets, I have to say. About well, yeah, we'll bef- we'll ignore those well, on, on I think air that's right a now. Good sign. That's a very good yeah, sign. I guess so. Yeah. Um, as far as professionally is concerned, I think it was nice to show. I think Educating Cardiff did a really sensitive job on that last episode to show mm. the type of job that Gareth and myself have got within the performing arts area. Yeah. And I think that came across well. And it's kind of, it doesn't square <coughs> well with the kind of funding, the way money's chopped up and the, again, perception of the British public about how important the arts are. I mean, it, it, this doesn't need to turn into a political broadcast because no. actually that's not hard to do, really. <laughs> but at all at all. That, it's no. kind of the real, uh, you know, the emphasis seems to be on what core subjects and, does, and performing does. arts doesn't appear to be a core subject whereas we all kind of around this table share the view that these are and we're proving this in as part of our head start activity our lottery funded um project in wolverhampton we're proving that the act of creating a radio show that kind of pressure everything that year few year fives and some year mm. sixes in the 150 or something, it's amazing, have been put through today, has actually demonstrated uh, an improvement in their coping strategies. And we're, we're finding that. It's a real key part of that. And I'm really pleased mm. to have had the opportunity. And it's really fine. But this doesn't square well with the view. It doesn't. No. And I don't understand. I think it's a no-brainer just to see those episodes, the last one in particular, to see how... It did just transform some of those children to have performing arts in their lives, for want of a better word. It really did, and I don't, I just don't understand why it's given such a, a bad press, really, as as far as the curriculum is concerned. Because I think it's utterly paramount for their their building and, and for their learning. Yeah, I think we're, we're lucky in this school that Joy made. She saw the value of performing arts, so what it can do she for did, children. She did. And she made it the specialism in the school. And I can remember the first inset she did after that and the, <laughs> the chart come up on the screen. And it's at the top was performing arts. Wow. Underneath it was math, English and science. And then was the rest of the, the subjects. You know, because we can all count uh, the amount of kids, especially mm. here at Willows, where it's changed lives. Mm. And if, they, if you can change their life, change their life, you know, and you switch them on, then they are going to, you know, get something more from their subjects. From math, English and science, they're going to be more switched on because they found a passion. And that's, that's what right. performing arts does. Now, we're lucky in this school that the school supports, you know, performing arts. They're not going to get rid of a drama, which, unfortunately, even it's though, tragic. you know, we've got a different government here in Cardiff, but some schools are getting rid of drama to make way for more literacy, more numeracy. You know, I completely understand that we have to support literacy and numeracy. We need these kids to be able to write and to add up. And when they leave school, I appreciate that. But there needs to be a balance. And for some schools to get rid of drama, mm. to put more of these things in, I think is criminal. I really do. And that, that we're lucky that's not going to happen at Willows. No, I, I can't see it happening here either. We're going to chat with some um, past 
year uh, 11 pupils that have moved on to college here in just a, a bit later on in the show and I'm really looking forward to that because I'm I'm interested to hear from your view now what you think the life chances the opportunities are for children that leave here well the pupils that we're really excited to interview later with you they've now all moved on to college and they they're taking subjects like music they're taking drama they're part of many theatrical um productions mm. at the moment mm. because of the sort of things they did here mm. um who knows where that's going to lead i sincerely hope it's going to lead to really great things because if we can go back to educating card if some of the children that were part of the show were not were unfortunately not featured but they they're absolutely ta- the talent they have they exude talent and i know i shouldn't be saying that as they sat here ready to be interviewed but they really are fantastic kids aren't they yeah yeah definitely um, i mean and we know that you know it's got to make good tv so we understand why you know charles four went on the route they did yeah. but for us you know it was a shame that some of these kids weren't featured heavily because as i said the nonsense that's on a saturday night <laughs> these kids are far superior to, to all of that I don't know. I'm enjoying the dancing. I have to say that's <laughs> really good. That's another performance thing. I'm Strictly, yes, yeah, oh, they're very compelling. Oh, I, yeah, no, I, I like I like Strictly. It's all the the karaoke singers that get to me. They think on they the can other sing channel. on the other channel. Oh, those! Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, no, oh, no, 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 no. Let's no. not mention so that. Fact, I think. <laughs> We're talking maths there again. It's maths here as well. Um, more about for the instrument playing from you, Gareth, as well, because it, it's um, you're part of a, a local orchestra. If you follow Gareth on Twitter, you can't ha- on on Twitter and on uh, Facebook. You just simply can't help bumping into some of his <laughs> groups and stuff and the things he's going <clears> to. <throat> do Do you think it's a little bit sort of a bit of a cliche, a bit of stereotypical with the brassing instruments there, or do you think there is a predisposition for young people here in Cardiff to sort of take on those instruments, or, or are they easy? Or are they difficult what's kind of your view there um i'm very fortunate and you know, like I said, myself and carly are heavily involved with the, the mellon griffith brass band setup and they've got uh, a unique system in the uk they've got five bands uh, and i know the youth the youth setup there which uh, we had a part of setting up there's about 40 kids in the youth band and there's about 30 kids in the beginner band um but but these groups now have become key because what's happening, I mean, I come through the Gwent Music Support Service, you know, mm-hmm. that's where I, and I owe everything that I am today, I owe to them. You know, Carla come through the RCT. Mickle Morgan, please. Mickle Morgan, Mickle sorry, Morgan. Back, in, back in the day. <laughs> but we, we both owe our musical experience to you know, the music services, you know, Absolutely, that yeah. were free at the point of entry. Mm-hmm. Now, I can remember on a Saturday morning being picked up to go to Nanty Glow School, you know, for music centre. The bus was put on, it was all free, I didn't have to pay anything. But unfortunately, you know, the amateur organisations now, they, ha- they have to take the lead in music development for our youngsters outside of school because what's happening? The cuts are coming in, they're getting rid of all the music services mm. because if you want it, you pay for it. Well, unfortunately, you know, not everyone can do that. And I think it's criminal that they get rid of these uh, fantastic music services and crippling these organisations, which means our youngsters can't access them. So it's been put on the, the amateur organisations to fill the gap there, mm. and even they can't get any money. They can't get any uh, you know, uh, grants or bids. So it's just getting very difficult, very difficult indeed. But it is rewarding to see those kids coming through this amateur organisation oh. with us now. Oh, definitely. And seeing what they're doing yeah. through that setup instead, isn't yeah. it? Oh, definitely, I know yeah. it isn't the right way, but it it is rewarding to see it. Mm. Oh, it's, it's a different way, but it's at, you know, at the same time it's crippling to see music services and what they've become. Mm. Mm. 
Brilliant. Uh, both of you, I've really enjoyed it. Thank you very much indeed. Thank you. Thank um, you. But I, I do have some other guests I so wish to get on the show, and, and I need to squeeze them in as well. Uh, thank you for your hospitality today. It's been absolutely no, breathtaking. Thank you. It's You're been welcome. great to meet some the new talent. And there really was some real talent in there. Absolutely. Some year yes. six is just, and it's just, can't the, wait to meet them. Oh, just, just amazing talent. And we didn't ask them to do that, and they just kind of put a bit more into it, and their performance was just brilliant there, and I really enjoyed it. And thank you very much, both of you, and I wish you the very best of luck here. No, as well. Thank you very much. Thank uh, chatting live there with Carla Windmill Lewis. See, I've got it right that Yay. time. And Gareth Ritter there. And the time's just coming up to 25 minutes to six. Still to come, we've got our interview with our young people, Ian Whitaker. He's up from Wolverhampton, listeners. You're so going to love him. And there's no trace of that accent at all, I have to say. Don't go anywhere. There's still more, much more coming up. Send me a text. Get in contact. <laughs> You're listening to Head Start FM Wolverhampton, a daily radio show from 5 to 6 p.m. with Russell Proof. Broadcast on the Anderton Tiger Network. This is Head Start FM Wolverhampton. This is my next guest is Ian Whitaker. Uh, Ian, welcome to my show. Thank you so much indeed. Thank you for your hospitality. I've had a lovely day. Uh, assistant head teacher here at Willows High School. What was the educating Cardiff? I'm going to call it a circus because it kind of it, it it feels. I think it's fair to call it that. What was that like? What's the impact for you? Uh, on a personal level, it's, it's quite significant. I um, I did a lot of filming for them. I did a lot of teaching for them. Uh, I had virtually all of my lessons filmed for about eight weeks, um, which was was an interesting experience. Uh, the, watching it back, two things really stand out. Is a God, my voice on, on, doesn't sound great on film. And also, God, how did I get that old? How did I get that old? And uh, suddenly you don't really look like you, you believe you do in your mind's eye about it. Once, once you've actually done all the filming, um, actually part of my role in the school is about safeguarding and child protection. Yeah. And so I, I dealt a lot with, with the production team about which kids could be in, which kids couldn't be, couldn't be in, uh, which kids then, when they started to develop the individual stories about kids, where they could go and where they couldn't go, and there were quite a lot of conversations there, particularly around a couple of the big stories. Um, I think the story about Georgia and the self-harm and some of the mental health issues there, I think they were sensitive and needed to be handled very sensitively. And, uh, and actually, credit to, to two four and Channel 4, uh, I thought they came, that came across very well. And I'm pleased you've mentioned that, and thank you very much, because that's kind of not just the self-harm, but um, our Head Start programming that goes out in, in Wolverhampton is is really all about resilience and coping yeah. strategies, because it transpires that telling kids that everything's okay and don't worry about things uh, it just isn't having the impact no. that we kind of... Uh, and neither does employing more Ed Sykes. No. It's just not having the impact. No. So I, I'm particularly grateful that um, we actually got that kind of subject out as well. I'm also interested, I think my listeners are also interested in, the kind of story editing that clearly yeah. took place. I mean, there must have been gigabytes and gigabytes of digital media collected over a whole year and that kind of conversation is really interesting about where the storylines developed yeah i mean i think in total we had about three and a half thousand hours which was distilled into what eight 50 minute shows yeah um and the editing process is incredibly laborious um and I think an incredibly skilled job. I think yeah. that you know, uh, we tried to second guess. We had no editorial control at all uh, over uh, anything that was shown. Okay. Uh, even, I think, in, for, in terms for us, the, the earliest any of us saw it was about three weeks before. Wow. And that was really to look at child protection, make sure that yeah. kids that needed to be taken out were taken out. Yeah. Um, and that was, that was our only opportunity, really, to have any input into, into, into the editing process. 
we were given guidance about where storylines were going. Okay. We were given, and it became fairly apparent during the initial filming this time last year about the, uh, the sorts of stories that were being developed, the pastoral stories that were being developed, particular pupils were coming to the fore. Mm. And we'd had a discussion uh, for a long time about this. You know, they didn't turn up in October last year and start filming. This is a production team that had been with us from May, June, yeah. um, getting to know us, getting to know the children, getting to know the classrooms, getting to know the classes they wanted. Mm. Um, and us also guiding them towards certain pupils. There were certain pupils that they wanted to look at yeah. and work out that actually it wasn't appropriate for them, their backstory, oh, really? their family life. It wasn't oh. really appropriate to be broadcast. Okay. Um, and so sort of talking to, the, to them about what served the interest of pupils, which pupils were you know, resilient enough yeah. to go through that experience. And that's a really difficult experience to go through because they are befriended by these production staff. Yeah. Um, their families are befriended, they're visited by them, uh, there's opportunities for social interaction between them. Um, and that went on for 18 months. And I think one of the things we, we're looking at now is, well, now it's over. Are we looking after those pupils? Are we looking after the pupils who've had their 18 months in the spotlight? Mm. And what happens to them now? And what support mm. do they get now? And what support do they get from the support network we have in school in terms of um, specific departments, specific people in the school, specific adults that they work with in the school. Yeah. But also, what support do they have outside of school? Mm. Because I think that's important. I think this has taken over, for a number of kids, this has taken over a large part of their life. Mm. A lot of kids have had some recognition mm. that they would never have had in, in, in some ways. Okay. Um, in fact, I was talking to Jessica, who featured in the first one yesterday. Yeah. And she talked very much about this, about the, her transition into college. It's been quite difficult because obviously college started the week that her show was broadcast mm. and she had a lot of pupils uh, and a lot of new people talking to her about what she'd felt, how she'd felt it had gone. And of course, if you remember the episode about Jessica, part of her issue was her ability to talk to new people. Mm. Uh, and that became quite an issue, quite an issue for mm. her through it. And, um, you know, we've given her some more guidance and I've seen her a few times and talked about some things and okay things are dying down and things are settling for her and she's finding college significantly easier but she still is in contact on a daily weekly basis just to get some support really can I ask you about the consent that parents needed to enter into that there was some discussion on uh, Twitter alongside and the kind of the the yeah. backstory conversation that kind of takes place that a lot of parents initially chose not to consent mm. for their child to be. Is, is that the case? No, that, no, that's not really the case. Uh, parents were given an opportunity to come in and meet the production company bef uh, a long time before the filming started. When it became apparent that we were going to be the school, parents uh, were given two or three opportunities to come in and meet uh, the production team. Um, for most parents, it was never going to be an issue because actually for most children in the school really their role in it was to be featured in the background right um and parents were given the opportunity to uh, to take their kids out of that hmm. parents were given the opportunity to have their kids blurred uh, so and there was a lot a, of that i have yeah, to say there was yeah. there was a lot of and I actually a lot of that was to do with child protection fine that you know, was my next question school with a, Thanks, with a high level yeah, yeah, of child yeah. protection cases yeah and uh, a high number of child protection cases and a lot of that was for, for pupil Fine. well-being and safety. Okay. And that's the sort of role that I had with them once once the filming had finished. Perfect. I'm really pleased because there was a lot of chat about those were mm. the parents that, you know, no. were said no. And that's clearly not no, the case. No, it's very, very rare that we had a parent who said no, my child's not being involved at Good. all. Um, there's consultation, obviously. Yeah. W once we go through child protection, 
once it became apparent that they were going to be filmed, that became part of our conversation with yeah. parent and other agencies about the appropriateness of this for for them. Um, and a, a number of children were blurred, as everyone saw. There were also a number of pupils who were completely edited out. Yeah, okay. And we, we don't know them because we didn't see no, them at all. No, you've never seen them. Okay. You know, we, we're a school where okay. we do have a number of kids who have reporting restrictions in yeah, terms of, of understand. people shouldn't know they're here. No, of course, my listeners do understand that because they're educationists, yeah. usually by training and by profession. Um, I, the, the remark I, I, I said about the kids as well, and we was here last night, you had a year six prospective, yeah. year six parents evening. You had some of your, your stars here. Benji was still bouncing around off the yep. walls. He's one a, a very exciting kind of dude, just an amazing... He, I think he's done very well. I think he's had great opportunities yes. from that. But of course, you're you're right to sort of say there may well be some you know some oh. some issues that aren't. a lot of the pupils have had fantastic opportunities. Coral, for example, has had fabulous opportunities yeah. that would not have come her way. Yeah, but that's still about the management of that. It's about the facilitation of that. For example, Khalid, who is obviously involved with the radio station, yeah. with us, has been offered a week's work experience with Six Music up in Salford. Yes, um, that's great. But the, as a school, we have to facilitate that. We yeah. have to find the time. We have to find some money for some accommodation for him. Okay. We have to make sure it's safe for him to go. Yeah. So there is still involvement with that. And, and a lot of the pupils involved and featured have great opportunities. But in the short term, that is altering their lives. Yeah. And I think that all pupils, all young people, need that support when things like that happen to them. They need adults to step in and not to manage situations for them. But to give them advice, to give them advice about handling new situations, and particularly new situations with which they may be unfamiliar. Yeah, brilliant. Um, the listeners in Wolverhampton will be pleased to know that uh, you Tell me about your, your connection with Wolverhampton. Oh, I'm a good Wolverhampton boy at heart. Um, I was born in Penn. Uh, I was an old boy of Colton Hills Community School, uh, class of 1989. Um, and my parents still live in Wolverhampton. My sister still still lives there. Uh, her and her husband both teach uh, at the grammar school in Wolverhampton. Um, really proud, actually, to grow up there. Really proud. It's one of those places that I think it's very distinctive. People from there know you're from there. For example, I met um, a head teacher from Cardiff, actually, a, a very eminent head teacher from Cardiff, uh, at, a, at a meeting a, a few months ago. And straight away, we both knew that we, we were from Wolverhampton. Uh, and... Uh, Actually, it turns out that he is a great local historian, Angus Dunphy, a great historian of Wolverhampton, and has written a number of books about Indeed. about the about the about the town. Indeed, and it was a uh, head teacher in Cardiff for many many years. My goodness, it's yeah. a small world, and it, it's it getting is. smaller. Are it you is. still supporting the team? Too right. Yes, yeah, of course, of course. Um, yeah, myself, I'm still in touch with. You know, I think I really enjoyed my school time. I, I really enjoyed. I still have very good friends from school. Mm. Uh, uh, and we still stay in touch about, and uh, most of our conversation is about. And we're welcoming to this. Steve Ball was only my guest a couple of weeks oh. ago, and he's just a, such a gent, really. Uh, it would be <laughs> for for us, obviously. I'm, I'm of an age where, really, my only opportunities to follow Wolves before I went off to college uh, is I watch them go down every single year, every single year from first to fourth division, and then watch them go back up with Steve Ball and Andy Mudge, and. Uh, for a long time in my classroom, an uh, autographed poster of Steve Ball sat. Uh, I had pride of place above my desk. Wow. And I'm never quite sure what happened to it. I think the, the move to Wales. Well, I'm sure we Fine. could facilitate a new one. He's a oh, regular listener to the show. Well, if he really is pleased. listening, I would be delighted. Delighted. It's 
It's been a real pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you for your hospitality. It's a real good. I wish you very, 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 the very best of luck thank in the future there. Chatting live with Ian Whitaker. Thank you so much indeed. Get a head start with headstart.fm for a resilient generation in Wolverhampton with Russell Prue. Supported by the Big Lottery Fund. A new initiative for 10 to 14 year olds and their families from across Wolverhampton. Still to come on this evening's show, it's just coming up to 10 minutes to, about 13 minutes to five, uh, to six, sorry, my goodness, time is flying. Uh, Chris Norman, who is the head teacher here, has just joined me, but I'm going to chat with him in just a second. After that, I have some young people. Last year's outtake, if you like, they are now at college and they join me live in the studio. They're going to talk to us about life after Willows and the impact of that, and I'm going to play a beautiful track from an amazing young lady. We saw her in the last episode of Educating Cardiff. We didn't spend long enough with her. And I wonder if I could ask Chris the kind of question there. Were you in any way disappointed with the final edit? Um, No. Uh, I was quite pleased that I wasn't in it very much. You know, I popped up every now and again, but, uh, you know, the sort of thing when I uh, when I see myself on TV or if I listen to my voice, I want to hide behind a cushion, you know. So, uh, no, I think it showed the school and the care inside of the school, the pastoral side of the school mm. and the way our teachers are you know, more than willing and prepared to go that extra mile to, um, you know, help our pupils be happy in school and succeed in school. And I think uh, the the programme did a fantastic job of highlighting that part of Willows. And of course, you're the, I was going to say a new head teacher, but you've been here for some years, but you, you kind of took over from Joy. Did she kind of sign you up for something that you're now kind of dealing with? Or was this kind of a, a whole school investment in this programme? Um, well, the... St- I think it was her idea in the first place, and we were talking about it. She discussed it with us, and we also and she said, "You know, would you mind if 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 we did it?" Mm. And you know, we all thought, "Well, it's not going to happen." So let's say yes. <coughs> so uh, a couple of months Huge later, <laughs> a couple of months later, uh, she came back saying, I, th- "I think it was we got to the last eight. Mm. So we thought, "Oh, fantastic! It ain't going to happen." And then we got to the last four, uh, thinking, ah, "Still, it's not going to happen." Wow. And uh, then we had the news that it was us, and I think then it sort of, it sort of struck for me what particularly. Have we done? What have we done? Uh, but I've got to say, you know, I wouldn't change it for the world. No. It was a fantastic experience, um, and you know, it's something that very few people get to be able to take part in. And you know, I'm quite proud and privileged, and that that we did it. And as I said, I'm very pleased with the end result. Parents that send their kids to school need to know what happens this side of the fence, mm-hmm. this side of the gate. They need yeah. to see that. And in doing so, you have to get some of your laundry out on the line and people need to see your dirty oh, yes, their laundry out. They have to get it out there. So, you know, I, I thought we saw some most excellent teaching as well. So not just the pastoral care. I think you're kind of playing down some of the, the talented staff that yeah. you have here and have retained. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. You know, you look at uh, the performing arts team, for instance, you know, Mr. Ritter, Mr. Wim, uh, Mrs. Wimmer Lewis, mm. they're absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. We also saw the maths department led by uh, the enigmatic Mr. Lachelso. Isn't he? Uh, with his uh, mathematics sparkle. You know, he's uh, he's just a ball and bundle of energy. And, you know, you can't help but learn when you're, when you're in a room with him. Came for three months, stayed for seven years. Yes, yes. And, you know, we never want to see him go. <coughs> He's very talented, I have to say. He is extremely talented. An interesting angle to that. You kind of expect him to be head of languages. But 
but he's using his kind of personality, as many of us do, um, to kind of get that subject passion across. Yeah, and you know, I saw it straight away because uh, I observed his lesson during the interview process and it just blew me away what he was doing there, you know, and I think he only had about 20 minutes. But, you know, as soon as I saw it, I knew in my mind that he's the person we want at Willows. That's the sort of calibre of teacher we want at Willows. Brilliant. Now, you're steering the ship now. Yep. What's in future? Where are you heading? What are you going to be doing? Um, I'd like, you know, my ambition is to keep the school on that upward trajectory uh, and sort of fulfil the legacy that uh, Joy has left, you know, because she was such an inspirational head teacher. As I keep saying, you know, I've got big feet, but uh, she's left me with bigger shoes to fill. Uh, but, you know... She was a fantastic figurehead for the school. She's done fantastic things for the school. But what we have to remember is, you know, the majority of staff that were under her are still here. Mm. So the people who were making her vision happen mm. are still here. And, you know, we can uh, keep making that magic happen uh, in Willows under my leadership. Would it be fair to say that not everyone initially... Um fell in line so easily with her did she put some noses out of joint i think the pace that she came in you know she can identify straight away uh, what's working well and what what areas need to be developed mm. and i think uh, where we were at that time uh, to be able to do something about it she needed to change things really quickly and mm. i think there were some people who could put up with that pace and welcomed it and there were others who uh, maybe didn't slot into that sort of frame of mind of working and um, you know decided that maybe it was a better place to go and work elsewhere you know but uh, <coughs> all in all you know mm. the majority of staff stayed and worked with her. Mm. Well it did take a change though doesn't it because um, a lot of colleagues just and the whole system is kind of geared up to give more of the same but in a much stronger kind of and this kind of odd behavior that you know if something's struggling you just put them with a much better model of the mm. same kind of thing yeah. and you just said no no we need to come away from this let's just major on the performance kind of things let's get the kids in there and, and we saw a lovely one of the episodes really it was Khaled actually getting getting him into school he needed some investment yeah. this side of the school gate that made it worth his while yeah and it was, you know, something that uh, I had a conversation with him in my room because I was giving him a little bit of extra maths tuition mm. to, uh, because I think previous his attendance hadn't been so well in his previous, so good in his previous school. Mm. So he had a lot of skills gaps, and he just mentioned that he wanted to be a DJ. So I thought, perfect, you've been here, you'd set us up. You know, what better, mm. what better way to get him involved? And you know, his his punctuality punctuality wasn't that good at the start but mm. you know getting him in to start with Mr Lachelso uh, for the assemblies mm. perfect you know because mm. he's got to be in even earlier then and if he can do that it shows him that he can do it mm. you know get it give him a you know an extra impetus to get out of bed mm. and then uh, you know actually getting onto the onto the and using the radio and presenting his own radio show you know it uh, it was it was a fantastic uh, sight to see and he was chuffed to bits with it what do you say to, and I was watching a couple of the episodes where there was a, a lot of heavy criticism on Twitter, and it is very difficult because that, that's not what you set out to do. You kind of, you've made a programme, but when it's aired, the kind of, that kind of means now that people examine it and nitpick it. They, they expect not to just consume the media, but to participate mm -hmm. with it. So and this is a, an interesting discussion, but lots of people are saying, look, people, these, your young pupils, they misbehave, and then you throw tonnes of resources at them, whereas the good kids don't seem to get anything out to the system what did you say to someone that's saying that to you yeah that, that's not strictly true you know because there are rewards and uh, trips for other pupils you know you get well um, 
kids who are academically able use the radio station as well you know so it's it's not just for pupils who need that extra motivation but unfortunately some kids need that you know mm. uh be it uh with low aspirations or low motivation mm. you know we've got to find something that will uh sort of flick that light switch if you if you want and if it's using the radio if it's you know helping out the teacher at the start of the day mm. if it's you know getting some extra time on a computer or something mm. if that uh <coughs> enables them to then get involved in their learning more you know why the hell not that's a very good point and i think you're absolutely right would it also be fair to say that some of the storyline editing moved away from that because it didn't have the same impact of seeing what they were looking at? Do you think it was an another agenda here? Um, I think, you know, they were the, the first uh, episode focused on Jessica, you know, who was extremely academically able, you know, but I, I think they... They sort of had an agenda where they needed to identify um, a story that had a true arc that's you know had a start middle and end and uh, you know I think two four were very uh, clear from the outset that they wanted to show stories that came to a, a positive end you know mm. that shows that uh, you can you can succeed so <clears throat> um, yeah I think they did that very well you know and they did a cross section of uh, yeah. cross section of pupils there um and also it highlighted you know a, a lot of the the great work that the teachers are doing yeah to to make that happen absolutely and you didn't shy away from any of the tough issues there's a particularly interesting episode with the self-harming we kind of touched on it in a very delicate and appropriate fashion yeah but there are lots of young people who are kind of suffering in that kind of space yeah. i think it's very brave you know for uh, georgia to actually you know be able to say that and be able to, you know, um, accept that to be put out on TV, I think. Mm. But, you know, brave, very courageous, but I think a fantastic thing because uh, if you see the, you know, looking at the Twitter feeds while that episode was on, yeah. you know, the number of people who are saying that, you know, I'm, I was in the same situation yeah. and no one listened to me or I'm, I'm in the same situation now and she's given me the, you know, the... the courage to move on or yeah. to go and speak to somebody about it um you know i think it was absolutely a fantastic thing that she did yeah and the good message from that is there's always someone to speak to yeah, about they definitely. can always find someone to talk to that's, a that's teacher, the that's a trusted the, adult. that's the thing about willows you know yeah uh, we always say that you know you need to have that one champion in your corner and you know with our fantastic staff here i think the pupils do have at least one person in their corner Thank you very much. Um, finally, what would you say to year six parents who are shopping around, need to make a decision in December for their child or children? What would you say to them at the moment? I'd say that they could not make a better choice than choose Willows. You know, you can see, uh, well, Educating Cardiff has shown that our, poop, our teachers go that extra mile. We care about the whole child. You know, it's not just about results in Willows, uh, although our results are improving dramatically and we'll, we'll continue to do so so if you want to come to a school where your child is going to leave fully rounded ready you know to move on to have a happy successful life then willows high school is the school for you brilliant thank you very much indeed thank you again for your hospitality and an opportunity to follow up on a range of discussion topics i've really enjoyed it it's Chatting been a pleasure to have you you're very welcome sir chris norman here head teacher of willows high school thank you very much indeed
This is Head Start FM Wolverhampton, a new initiative for 10 to 14 year olds and their families from across Wolverhampton. Still to come, our conversation with our young people. We're going to go over our time slot, but you know, what the heck? There's great content here as well. Um, keep the text, keep the tweets coming. Thank you very much indeed for getting in contact with the show. It's really good to know you are out there and you're enjoying the show. In just a second, I am just getting them into the studio now, chatting with our young people, and I will play their piece of music in the end of the show. Thanks very much for listening. Don't go anywhere. Young people, that's the people that were here last year, and you saw them featured in several of the episodes there. Uh, Abina is, uh, or Abina is one of them, uh, and also Jack, uh, Jade and Ellis were also in there. Ellis is the uh, the guy with the bun of hair on his head, and we'll talk to him in just a minute. I'm so looking forward to that. Keep the text coming. Don't go anywhere. Okay, listeners, this is a part of the show that I like to call Beyond Willows. So in front of me, listeners, are a group of students who were here last year. Um, I guess all of you guys were here for the fabulous filming, and, and some of you will find out in just a second, uh, were on the show as well. What are you doing now, and, and how did Willows prepare you? So just give me your first name and just introduce yourself. Who's going to start me off? Oh, I'll start then. Hey, I'm Ellis, and I'm currently doing music and drama. Okay, and where do we see you on the show? Just remind us, where do we see you? Um, I was in the radio with um, Sean in the last episode. Excellent. He, he's the guy with the fabulous hair, listeners. Um, yes, it's all, that's true. It's, it's bunned up fabulous. <laughs> you, you hang on to that hair for as long as you can, young man. <laughs> I'll do my best. this will happen really shortly. <laughs> Who else have we got in the studio? Who else um, we got? I'm Abena and I do psychology and music in college. Wow, and we saw you in the audition for um, the performance, didn't we? Yes. And that's just fine. And we're going to play a track from your latest album, perhaps? Or, <laughs> coming to iTunes very soon. We're going to play that. So who else have we got? Hi, I'm Jade, and I'm doing performing arts and English. Excellent. Uh, I'm Jack, and I'm doing music, drama and English. Uh, I'm Abby, and I'm doing music and philosophy. Well, excellent. Well, congratulations. You've, you've all found somewhere else to go. It's, it's <laughs> kind of a, a, a bit of an important thing to do. Um, how did Willows prepare you for your college life? Uh, if I had to say one thing about Willows is that everybody everybody in the school is so supportive and that helps you build up a general kind of understanding of where you have to go after college and what you what you do, what how you progress in your life. Okay, anyone else? It kind of gives you a platform of where you want to be really. Yeah. Willows, yeah. They kind of put you on a even if you don't have a right direction, they put you on some sort of direction where you want to be in the yeah, next couple they, of years. They supported you a lot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think that came across, really, as, as someone who enjoyed every minute of all of the programmes and the social media circus oh, that yeah. ensued. And, and what was it like looking back and reading? Some of the comments were pretty hurtful and a bit nasty and a bit grumpy. How, how did that kind of make you feel? A lot of the comments, I thought, were, you know, they were truly great. They were absolutely beautiful. Like, we were, we were all on Twitter. All of us were on Skype afterwards, and we were talking about... Um, Everyone was tweeting hashtag educating Cardiff and there were some beautiful ones about Ellis and his lovely top knot. <laughs> yeah. um, obviously there were some hurtful ones, but... You just I, kind of push them aside, don't yeah. you? Yeah. The positive outweighed the negative. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. That's a really good remark. Thank you very much. But but for some people, that is not the case. And um, tonight's show is all about kind of how we prepare young people for what is a very tough existence um, in, in the real world. Ha, are you carrying any baggage f- from here 
about the impact of that are you i mean are people rushing up to you to to, to offer you singing contracts are you, are you, <laughs> they, do they want you to play in their bar on the piano or you know has it smooth things or are people kind of very critical um i don't think critical some I, people can be critical but some people just the the people who want to be critical they kind of they want to hide behind hide behind the Social screens yeah in person, generally, people are really nice and really curious and inquisitive about it, and they don't speak so much as the negative. They're like, oh, you're on Educate in Cardiff. Yeah. Oh, what did you get up to with the cameras noticeable, all of this kind of stuff? <coughs> yeah. I think it, um, it came across quite a lot when uh, Jess, first, the, the first episode of Jess, when we were in college, I don't think she had one negative, all we heard. Oh, yeah. there was. There was. Oh, yeah, but I was only on social media, like, face-to-face, there was oh, yeah, absolutely nothing. Oh, yeah, she got a lot of praise, because yeah. she looked really good, to be fair, on there. Yeah, like... In college, all she got was love, I guess. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It was really good. I mean, I enjoyed every moment of it. I mean, truly, a really some connection with the school as well. I've been coming here for many years, but it's really good to see how well you did. Um, and I just kind of wonder, has that kind of prepared you for going forward? Why educating Cardiff? Yeah, that kind of the experience of it and the feedback. I'd say that was all part of your life skills. But I'm, I'm interested to learn, and my listeners will be very interested to learn whether you recognise that at this moment in time. It kind of, I think the whole educating Cardiff, you know, the the whole thing about it is that it helps you build up a kind of a tougher exterior because obviously you've yeah. got the hurtful comments about the people who you spent five six years with. Mm. You know, not personally for me because I wasn't featured so much on it, but you you hear the hurtful comments and it kind of help it helps you build up a uh, a tougher <laughs> shell, so to speak. Yeah, I think th- it kind of gets you ready for life life outside of school because in school there's there's ru- there's rules and stuff where you're like um, if you do something isolation, if you do this isolation, <laughs> and we, as we all know, that's not that's not how it works. In the there's world. a lot of that going on, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah. a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but you know what I mean. It kind of gets yeah. you ready for the real world. I'm really pleased to hear that, I have to say. Really, really pleased to hear that. So, uh, enough about you. Let's talk about the staff. That's, <laughs> right, right. So, how, Scandalous. How, how do you think... I know, I know. So good, so good. How do you think the staff came out I of think this? they looked absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. they came across as really, really and, well. And they actually are like that in real life. It's not just... It's not just them putting it on for the cameras because they actually do care about the, the pupils in the school, especially Miss Ballard. She was yeah. one of the best head teachers I've ever seen in my life. I'm so glad she, she won an award from it. Yeah. Yeah, and of course that's still filtering through because of course that the National Teaching Awards hasn't been screened yet. So the British public are excused for not knowing that Joy Ballard actually won yeah. Educator of the Year, she which did. is an amazing she achievement. That. We yeah. It's yeah. not. No, none of the no teachers on here sugarcoated anything. They looked, they all looked exactly as they yeah. are in real life, and that yeah. was the most important thing throughout the entire thing is that they didn't make it seem fake at all. And what I love about it as well, the relationships we we actually have with them were shown. They weren't just like faked. They weren't like, oh, they just they're done this for the cameras. That is actually how we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think we kind of recognise that because they were here for a year, weren't they? Yeah. And, they, uh, and, and, and there weren't lots of crews running around every day. These were static cameras, which I guess you kind of forgot. Yeah, definitely. After a while. Yeah. <laughs> well, they were first there. We obviously knew they were. Yeah. You said they, they were just, just watching, like Big yeah. Brother. They're just watching you, but then you, you forget about it after a while. Yeah, because we saw some. I, I think most people who enjoyed the program will have seen reactions to situations which are very hard to kind of keep up, particularly with the staff as well. So, 
Uh, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor, so to speak, that we may well never get to see. Um, and those are the real bits that I'd really like to see, I have to say, which is really, really good. Um, I'm really pleased you found it a positive experience. I think, you know, exposing the school was a risk, and I think it's paid off enormously, and I hope that you can capitalise on that, and you certainly have. I think it's, it's added to your resilience, and that's a real topical issue now for kind of developing your skills going forward so that you feel a bit more robust and a bit more able to cope with life's up and downs because it kind of transpires that life is an up and down roller coaster. I know it's just so great. Uh, up and down roller coaster and, there, and there's not much you can do about it except give you those kind of coping skills which is really good. Absolutely. Um, so a message back, looking back in time now for so you other young people going through the school, what do you have to say to them? Just keep going. <laughs> Even it's, if it's it so horrible, just keep going. So worth it once you finish. Yeah, and Make the teachers don't hate you; they actually want. Yeah, <laughs> they may act like it, but they don't hate you. I would say just say make the most of it because it's it is a brilliant time. People say the school days are the best days of your life, and I I have to agree. Yeah, yeah. you got you got to enjoy it. Not to do things that you'll regret not doing later on. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. If there's a chance to do something, do it. Couldn't say better. That is really good. Um, we're going to play a track. Can you just introduce the track? Just tell me a little um, bit more about yourself and the track. That would be really useful. It's Chasing Pavements by Adele. I sang it. Um, is this supposed to be the one? It's what? My song. No, no, this is, that's fine. I will play, I'm going to play it in just a second. She's, very, she's keen about the song. Look, this, this is fine. <laughs> Look I'll, I'll pay the royalty in just a minute. Don't worry. <laughs> I do have to owe, I owe uh, something to Adele as well. So it's fine. I'll just pay. Just, just. Talk, talk to me, just tell um, me about it. I sang that song for Mrs. Ballard, our former head teacher, because she wanted to use it for something. And I did it in the studio in this school. It's an amazing performance. Thank I you. mean, vocally, it's an amazing performance. Thank are, you. are you using that and taking that forward? Um, I do music now. I study music. I'm learning to read music. And um, I'm not entirely sure what I want to do with it when I'm older, but I'll just see where it goes. It would be such a shame not to hear you mm. on a TV show somewhere at some point in time, or to be able to buy this online at some point in time. Thank you. Introduce the song one more time, and I shall play it for Chasing you. Chasing Pavements by Adele. All of you, thanks very much indeed. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. I've made up my mind Don't need to think it over If I'm wrong, I am right don't need to look no further, this ain't love, I know, this is love, if I tell the world, I'll never say enough, cause it was not said to you, and that's exactly what I need to do, if I Tingle finally Cool is this 
chasing payments even if it leads nowhere. Oh, would it be a waste even if I knew my place? Should I leave it there? Should I give up? Or should I just keep on chasing payments? Should I just keep on chasing Yes, Abana. Amazing. What an amazing performance. Thanks very much indeed. That's it. Big thanks to all my guests, Marcello, Gareth Ritter, Carla, Chris Norman, Ian Whitaker, and our young people, Abana, Jack, Jade, Ellis, and Abby. Thanks very much for joining us. This has been a special Head Start FMOB from the Educating Cardiff Stars at Willows High School here in Cardiff. Cardiff, my goodness, get that right. Uh, join me tomorrow, uh, tomorrow Thursday, 4.30, as we do our 4YP, 4 Young People Radio Show, Thursdays from Wolverhampton. See you there tomorrow. This is 4YP, radio for young people, by young people. Live from Wolverhampton, 4.30 Thursdays, on Head Start FM. Broadcasting across the world, on the Anderton Tiger Radio Network.